the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co-host Brian Fromm. And we are thrilled on this Monday evening to be joined by Kate Carney. She is the Chief of Staff for More in Common U.S. More in Common is an organization that Brian and I were originally introduced to from one of our friends of the show, David French. He spoke so highly about this organization. And so we were thrilled to have Kate join us. Kate, thanks so much for being here today. Hey, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. All right. Um, big picture, Kate, for people who aren't familiar with More in Common U.S., who are you? What do you do? What are you passionate about? All of that fun stuff. Awesome. No, it's a really great question. So More in Common U.S., we are a nonpartisan research nonprofit, and our mission is really to understand what are these forces that are driving us apart and how can we better think about bringing people together, especially across differences as we live in increasingly diverse societies, to really tackle some of our shared challenges. Um, and we do this through a variety of different ways, but mostly it's through conducting research. And so we produce insights that help us understand, you know, not just what Americans are thinking, but really going a couple layers deeper using social psychology lens and um, uh, et cetera, to really understand kind of why they believe what they believe. And we talk, tackle issues around democracy, polarization. We've done research on American identity. We're doing some research on faith, social connection, and more. And then we publish those insights. Most of them are all public on our website. You're welcome to go to them, moreincommon.com. But we also really try to help um, use those insights with organizations who are really working to how to navigate polarization. How do you reach wider audiences? How do you really strengthen kind of our collective ability to connect across difference? Mm. And so um, we do this work in the United States, but we also, it's a kind of a cool piece of more in common. We have teams also in the U.K., France, Germany, and Poland. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so separate country teams, but they're all studying and doing similar work in those respective countries. So mm. while we're able to have a really domestic focus here in the United States, we also have you know kind of friends and um, work that's happening uh, across the world that just kind of lends a little uh, additional insight into our work. Oh, it's great. Fantastic. Kate, I'm looking at one of your guys' specific reports called Hidden Tribes. And it it's something Aubrey and I talk a lot about here on the show that I think most people don't like the polls, if you will, of both sides of conservative and progressive or whatever titles we give them that most people fall in the middle. And you guys actually call that the exhausted majority. Can you unpack that? Because it it really kind of confirms, I think, or affirms what a lot of us are feeling. Yeah, so Hidden Tribes, it's one of our foundational reports, and I think it also really captures a lot of kind of the types of insights that we produce. So 
Uh, back in 2018, we surveyed about 8,000 Americans, um, asked them questions through surveys, focus groups, interviews, and really, again, not just trying to understand, you know, how Americans think about certain issues or putting people kind of into the left camp or the right camp, but we really use social psychology factors to understand, again, what's shaping Americans' values and beliefs. And so we asked them questions, things like, you know, um, what is your parenting style? Do you think mm. kids should be more creative or do you think that they should follow the rules? Mm. Um, what is your view on personal responsibility? Do you think it's, you know, your outcomes in life are more dictated by your individual kind of behaviors and um, work, or is it more of the systems that you are brought up into? And there's kind of two different camps in, in those views. Uh, we also asked um, Jonathan Haidt's Moral Foundation Theory. The whole book is a really great um a whole kind of whole space of work, but, you know, asking people's orientation and towards loyalty and purity and fairness and compassion. And we all have kind of different orientations towards those different values. And so, so questions like that. And then what we found was, you know, we found Americans really fall into these kind of seven different tribes is what you call them. Um, we have progressive activists kind of on the far left, you could say. We put it on a left-right spectrum and then devoted conservatives on the far right. And what we found was um, this kind of exhausted majority, two-thirds of Americans in the middle. And they're not defined by necessarily like centrist, moderate views. They have kind of different political viewpoints along left and right. Even some folks, 26% um, are politically disengaged and not even really part of our kind of political conversations mm. or engaged in policy issues. Mm. But we found that this group of Americans are really defined more so that they're fed up with polarization in our country. Yeah. Um, they're more flexible in our views. Uh, they also believe we can find common ground. And I think most importantly, the views that we see in social media and the media where we go and get a pulse of what's happening in our country are really represented kind of by those progressive activists, devoted conservatives who are the most politically active and have kind of the more polar opposite mm -hmm. kind of worldview. So you don't see mm. this exhaustive majority really exist. This to me is so interesting and connected to another report you did. And I, I'm on your website right now, uh, this perception gap report, but then also there's a perception gap quiz, which I love. You can go to perceptiongap.us. The findings are so interesting. So before we talk about the findings, can you tell us what, what are you talking about when you're talking about the perception gap? Yeah. So our perception gap report kind of came out of our hidden tribe mm -hmm. and that you know, recognizing that kind of the most maybe divisive polarizing voices may be politically active are the ones that are, you know, most represented again in these yeah. spaces where we get our information. Yeah. Do we actually understand what the other side thinks, whatever the other side is to you? Mm. And so we did this perception gap report where essentially we asked a bunch of Republicans what they think Democrats think about a whole host of issues. And then we asked Democrats what they actually think and vice versa. Wow. <laughs> and we found that in a lot of things, we actually don't quite understand accurately what the other side believes. Wow. Yeah. And in many cases, you know, we aren't actually maybe as extreme as we think. Um, mm. And so that really makes you question, like, are the narratives of the other side, who are mm. shaping those? And are they really an accurate picture our country. And so we did this perception gap report. Go to the website. You can take your own quiz to see if you have them yourself. I love that. Um, 
And then we've done it in a few other different uh, iterations and some coming down the pipeline. So, yeah, it's a really uh, interesting phenomenon uh, that we've been able to uncover. Yeah, I, I was reading online. It says 55 percent. There was a the estimated proportion of Republicans and Democrats holding extreme views was 55 percent. But the actual proportion holding extreme views was 30 percent. So even that alone is fascinating. You can find out more at perceptiongap.us. Kate, before we let you go, obviously one of the things that seems like low-hanging fruit in this conversation is the social media effect. How How is social media part of this yawning gap in between, like you said, the sides, the other sides, depending on what side you're from? Something Brian and I talk about quite a bit here on the show, but what, what's been your finding or your conversation at More in Common around that? Yeah, it's a really great question. And there's been some studies that have come out, not from us, um, that have kind of gone back and forth. Is social media really kind of causing polarization? Is it a product of it? And I'd say that kind of the jury is still out. Um, but I think what we find in our data uh, specifically is that, you know, again, those more, those wings, those more kind of divisive um, or more extreme kind of views are those people that are actually more engaged in posting political content on social media. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going on social media and you're seeing kind of debates happen, maybe they are in, in kind of your bubble and ecosystem or maybe of the opposite view, they probably are going to be more likely representative of, again, those those kind of two more extreme camps. Mm. And so if that's really shaping your narrative of what the other side is thinking or what you think that all Americans might be kind of perceived. I think it's just important for us to kind of check ourselves and that there's probably a lot of voices that are not actually Mm. being captured on those platforms. Um, They're, you know, they're a great way to, to share information when used responsibly, but I think we're also showing that just behaviors on social media also are not often the most constructive in how we share our views and how we talk to one another and really going to understanding why people believe what they believe, not mm-hmm. just what. And that, I think, also can, can get lost um, if social media is the only way that we are really yeah. understanding what the other side yeah, or what Americans are thinking. Side. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Kate Carney is the Chief of Staff for More in Common U.S. You can find out more at moreincommon.com. Kate, thanks so much for joining us here today. Thanks so much. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.